Welcome to another episode of Hitting Pay Dirt by Impact Sports. This is episode number 39, and I'm Alex Beaudry. Um, all alone for this weekend's edition of the podcast, uh, Mike and I were actually down in Nashville together this weekend, and uh, I think we're both licking our wounds a little bit, had a great time. Um, but I'm going to do just a, a quick podcast this morning, uh, reflect on some news and notes that's going on with the NFL, and then Mike will be back to join us either sometime this week or, or for sure uh, next weekend. So uh, first, the breaking news since you know we last spoke, uh, <clears throat> Deshaun Watson heading to Cleveland. Uh, really kind of an interesting roller coaster of a ride, if you will. Um, you know, Cleveland was in, then they were out, and then it kind of seemed like oh, God, they're out, and they've just pissed off Baker Mayfield, and now Baker wants out. He's requested a trade. That relationship seemed to have been broken, or you know, certainly is broken now. Um, and, you know, Cleveland was kind of sitting there going, we're now out, and uh, we just pissed off our first, you know, first-round quarterback, and, you know, he wants out, and we got to find it. we got to find a solution. So uh, apparently they didn't give up, and – they not only gave a haul of draft picks to the Houston Texans, um, which we can get into later, but they um, also gave a haul to Deshaun Watson. He signed a five-year, $230 million contract with a $45 million signing bonus, and all $230 million is guaranteed. Um, so the base salary for this year which is important and we'll talk to is just over a million dollars. But then in years 2023 through 2026, it's a $46 million base salary. And the signing bonus is 8.9 million across those five years for that proration of that $45 million. So he's got a very reasonable cap hit this year. It's $10 million. Uh, but in every year after, his cap hit will be $55 million. I mean, 54993 to be exact. Huge cap number. Um, this is the way that the quarterback market is being driven. Um, I talked about this with uh, Klemecki Meat Stick last week. I don't know why more quarterbacks don't have fully guaranteed deals. Uh, Kirk Cousins has been operating under that model for years. You hold all of the leverage um, as a quarterback, and you know, say what you will about Deshaun Watson's off-the-field situation, um, but on the field, he's a three-time Pro Bowler, probably a top-five quarterback in the league, and to his benefit, he had multiple teams interested in signing him. It was the Browns, Atlanta, New Orleans, Carolina, and when you get a four-team bidding war, this is what comes out of it. So let's talk about Cleveland's contract in a little bit more detail, why it's important, the way they set it up. And, um, and, and a lot of it has to do with the off-the-field stuff. So the $230 million is fully guaranteed. He's get that, he gets that $45, or $45, $45 million signing bonus. But in terms of 
So in terms of cash this year, Deshaun will get that $45 million presumably within about 10 days of signing the tra- or signing the contract, excuse me. But during the course of the year, he's only going to have that $1 million base salary, which is, you know, towards the league minimum for a, a veteran player. But the reason they set it up that way is because if Deshaun Watson is to be suspended, the only amount that will be impacted is his base salary. Okay? So if he misses... I'm just going to do easy math. He misses half the year. His He would be fined $500,000. As opposed to if he had a $46 million base salary, he'd be fined, he would, he'd lose out on $23 million worth of game checks. So this was very calculated. The reason they did this, you know, we'll give you a big signing bonus so you're still getting the cash this year. But, you know, we're not going to punish you for you know essentially being suspended which i think is still likely i think the nfl's six games is the minimum to me that seems to make the most sense that's what other guys who have had allegations similar to him have received certainly you could make the case for more i mean we talked about ben roethlisberger and ezekiel elliott specifically neither one of them faced criminal charges but they both had a, a woman come forward and alleged misconduct, and they each received six games. Deshaun Watson has that times 22, so I think the case could be made for a longer suspension. I Let's take the morality out of it for a moment. I do not think the NFL will suspend him for more than one year. I think one year would probably be the most that he may face. Um, that the evidence is going to be the tricky part. None of us have seen it. Um, things are trending in Deshaun's favor in terms of the grand jury not indicting him. That means that the, a grand jury did not believe there was enough evidence for probable cause, which again, as I went through a couple episode, episodes ago, is a very low evidentiary standard in the legal system. So, you know, it's unfortunately when you get into cases of sexual misconduct, it's he said, she said, actual evidence of misconduct is hard to come by. And yeah, it'll be interesting. The NFL supposedly interviewed the victims. Some victims have come forward and said it was kind of a sham interview. So who knows what, what's going on? I believe the NFL still needs to interview Deshaun. Six games feels right. Um, certainly not more than a year, I don't think. And that's just where I think it's going to end up. Uh, maybe I'll be wrong, but I think I think six games is where it's kind of where it's going to land. So with him missing those six games, you'll take that base salary one point, you know, one million thirty-five thousand. You'll divide that by eighteen weeks and then times it by six, and that's how much money in game checks Deshaun Watson's going to miss over the course of the year. Considering his salary with the Houston Texans for this year was supposed to be around a thirty million, I think thirty to thirty-five million. He, by being traded, is saving a ton of money. So not only is he getting out of Houston, which is what he wanted, he's also going to be saving a lot of money in terms of game checks missed during his suspension. Furthermore, and I'm going off of SpotTrack.com here based on their contract notes, they have that language exists that will not forfeit signing bonus or void future guarantees upon suspension. Again, This is huge for Deshaun Watson and his camp. 
So let's talk about forfeiting signing bonus. Um, under what what article is this? Article four, section nine. It talks about forfeiture of salary. So when any paragraph five, your base salary that is earned, that can never be forfeited. So once you get paid a game check, that's your money. The team can't recoup it. It's yours. However, based on certain um, instances, you can forfeit back paid or signing bonus or roster bonuses or other things like that that were already paid. So again, this is under Article 4, Section 9. There's a forfeiture of salary. And under forfeitable breach, it says any player who willfully fails to report, this is the holdout language, or is unavailable to the team due to conduct by him that results in his incarceration, or is unavailable to the team due to a non-football injury, or voluntary retires, may be required to forfeit signing bonus, roster bonus, option bonus, and or reporting bonus, and no other salary for each league year. So, you know, here it seems that Deshaun Watson would have to have been incarcerated to miss time in order to forfeit this under this specific language. Um, But if you think about it, so with his $45 million signing bonus, let's just for the ease of math here, because it's early in the morning, and I'm coming off a long weekend. Uh, let's assume that it was a $50 million signing bonus and it's $10 million per year proration. Well, if he misses six games, what you do is you look at the, those six games over the life of the contract, okay? And then whatever percentage that is, he would forfeit that percentage of signing bonus. He would actually owe that back to the Cleveland Browns. Now, Again, language exists that he will not forfeit signing bonus. So any type of normal language that's in a contract about you know breaching that contract due to misconduct or due to time missed, he will not have to forfeit any of that signing bonus. So the Browns are doing Deshaun a huge solid here. Second, <clears throat> his suspension will not void future guarantees. So we talked about this a little bit in the context of... Um, Demarcus, uh, nope, Randy Gregory, excuse me, getting my Dallas Cowboys mixed up. Uh, If you remember the Randy Gregory saga last week, he had apparently committed to re-signing with the Dallas Cowboys, and then the Denver Broncos made an offer. And from what I understand, the monetary offer was exactly the same. Same years, same money, everything kind of the same. Gregory decided to sign with the Denver Broncos because of their voiding future guarantees language. So a lot of teams, I would, I'm going to guess most teams have language in their contract that says, if you are suspended due to these certain circumstances, it will void your future guarantees. Think about that in the context of Deshaun Watson, who has his salary fully guaranteed. Okay. So he's got a $230 million guaranteed salary over the next five years. If he is suspended this year for his misconduct, that would void his future guarantees. So next year when we get to 2023, he'd still have a base salary of $46 million. He'd still have a cap hit of $55 million, but it wouldn't be guaranteed. So if the Browns decided to move on, they could. And this 
$230 million salary would essentially go away. That was not the case. Okay, so they have language in there that says if he's suspended, it does not void his guarantees. This is a true, fully guaranteed contract. And Deshaun Watson is kind of untouchable. And again, it goes back to the fact that there are four teams in on him. The Browns, if they wanted to win, had to do these things in order to get this deal done. And Deshaun Watson kind of skates off and and sails off into the sunset, if you will. So, (coughs) excuse me. Um, Yeah, so not only will he have any potential forfeitable breach of signing bonus, uh, his future guarantees will not void due to suspension either. So a very advantageous contract to the to Deshaun. Um, in terms of the Browns, they get one year of really cheap Deshaun Watson, $10 million cap hit this year. Uh, and then next year they're going to have a $55 million quarterback for the next four years. And uh, they're hoping that the salary cap continues to rise. And yeah, they're going to go from there. Um, so we'll see. The I'm assuming the NFL is going to conclude its investigation here over the next month or so. Uh, they've kind of been sitting on this for a year. Um, I believe they were waiting for the criminal investigation to be done. Now that that seems to be behind us, uh, they don't want to interfere with that. I do believe that this will come to a hopefully a speedy conclusion. Um, I think if you're the Browns who are already in PR hot water for this, because of course they are, um, they issued a statement, a lengthy statement, saying they did an extensive search into Deshaun's you know, history and allegations and all that good stuff. And then immediately all of the, the attorney for all of the victims come out and said, well, they didn't interview me, so it couldn't have been that extensive. And you know now they're in a little bit of a PR nightmare, and they're trying to – the good news for the Browns, and I talked about this before, is unfortunately we all have short memories. And I would, if I'm the Browns, I would much rather deal with the PR backlash of signing Deshaun Watson this year or this month in March than I would in September. So by now – you know, yes, you're going to get some heat for it, and then the draft's going to be here. People are going to forget, and then start of training camp, maybe it'll be brought up. Certainly the start of the season, especially if he's missing time. But then people will move on, and unfortunately in the NFL, it's probably true across all sports, to be honest, but certainly in the NFL, there are special rules for special players. Deshaun Watson is a special talent, and that's why he's going to kind of get out of this relatively unscathed. He didn't have to play in Houston last year. He didn't want to. He sat around, collected his paycheck, and now he gets to go to Cleveland where you know he wants to be. They gave him a very friendly contract in terms of what's going on with him off the field. And, you know, he might miss he might in all of this, if he misses, you know, six games, he's gonna be missing between three and four hundred thousand dollars, and that's gonna be it. And unfortunately, <laughs> Unfortunately, then we'll move on, and it is what it is. Um, so that's what I, I wanted to get into with the Deshaun Watson stuff. And this is coming to a conclusion, and you know Cleveland gets their quarterback. Now we'll find out uh, what they are able to do with Baker Mayfield. Um, you got to imagine there's a team out there looking for a guy like him, maybe Indy. Um, Carolina still needs a quarterback. New Orleans still needs a quarterback. Atlanta seems to be willing to move on from uh, Matt Ryan. Probably a handful of others that would, you know, kick the tires on Baker Mayfield. But 
If you remember last year, uh, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers were all seemingly intent on moving on from their current teams at the time. Well, we have a solution to all three of those. You know, Rodgers stays in Green Bay, Deshaun to Cleveland, and then Russell, of course, to Denver. So the quarterback movement drama takes another step towards its conclusion, and now we'll have to figure out where guys like Baker go, Jimmy Garoppolo go. Um, There's still some free agents like Jameis Winston out there. And, yeah, that's where that goes. The other quarterback news over the weekend is uh, Matt Stafford uh, signed a four-year, $160 million contract with the Los Angeles Rams, which included um, excuse me, $60 million signing bonus at $130 million guaranteed uh, with an average annual salary of $40 million. Um, what's great for the Rams here is, you first of all, you extend your Super Bowl winning quarterback, which is important. Um, but over the next two years now, they get Matt Stafford at an extremely low cap hit, um, which is, you know, phenomenal. So in 2022, he'll have a base salary of $1.5 million. You take his $12 million signing bonus proration for that amount, and his cap hit for this year is $13.5 million. For a team that likes to go out and get veteran free agents, it's important to keep your cap numbers low. And they did for this year. For next year, he also has a $1.5 million um, base salary. You still got the $12 million signing bonus proration. There is a $6.5 million option bonus. So an option bonus, if the team picks up an option year, uh, he gets a $6.5 million bonus. So, um, and that option bonus guarantees in 2023. So that's where the 6.5 million comes over. So it's the same 6.5 million over the last four years. Uh, that will guarantee March of next year. His cap hit then will be $20 million next year. Still extremely reasonable. So the Rams have a two-year window here to go and take a, you know, their Super Bowl winning quarterback and do something over the next two years. By the time we get to 2024, his base salary jumps to $31 million and that cap hit jumps up to $49.5 million. Now, again, um, you know, they can drop that down and move cap around like we're seeing some of these other teams do. Um, but you know, he's going to have cap hits of 49 and a half, 50 and 49 and a half over the last three years of this deal. And you know, that'll be that the Rams do have an out potentially in 2026 if they wanted to move on, uh, cause that money is no longer fully guaranteed. And you know, they would carry a dead cap hit of like around $12 million, which isn't, which isn't too bad. So, um, yeah, he's got some roster bonuses. He, this this contract has a little bit of everything in it. Uh, he's got base salary, obviously signing bonus. He's got some roster bonuses in 2024 and 2025. Or excuse me, 2025 and 2026. Um, he's got some option bonuses. He, he's got a little bit of everything. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's $160 million, You know, real contract, it's probably three for $130. Um, in terms of cash... He's going to get that $60 million bonus right away. 
So again, his base salary is only going to be $1.5 million this year, but he's going to get that $60 million signing bonus. So in cash, he's going to get $61,500,000 this year. Not a bad gig if you can get it. Next year, he'll get $27.5 in cash because of that, that big option bonus that the Rams will certainly pick up. And then his base salary will kind of be his cap for the following year. So $31 million. Uh, he'll get $32 million because there'll be, you know, his base drops to $27 million, but there's that $5 million roster bonus. And then same in 2026. So a nice contract for Stafford, team friendly, specifically over the next two years. And when I say team friendly, I really mean cap cap friendly. Um, and then after that, you know, the Rams will kind of have to figure it out. But if Stafford continues to play like he did and him and Cooper Cup continue to connect, it's a good deal for everybody. Um, you look at Matt Stafford's career earnings and he was the last quarterback to you know um get the giant contract being the first overall pick um so if you remember the new collective bargaining agreement um rookie salaries are well back in 2011 that collective bargaining agreement rookies were kind of slotted into a position so Cam Newton was the first first overall pick that did not really have much to negotiate. But Matt Stafford signed a six-year, $72 million contract by being the first-round pick. Since then, all he's done is make a ton of money. And when this contract is up, he will have made $422 million as an NFL quarterback. And, you know, excuse me, in 2026, he's still only going to be like 37 which we're seeing some quarterbacks able to play into their 40s, <clears throat> Tom Brady. So who knows? Maybe he's got another contract in him. Um, but so far, in total cash, he's made $239 million. And again, if he plays out this entire contract, that will balloon up to $422 million, which again, good gig if you can get it. It's It pays to be a good quarterback in the NFL. And um, yeah. So Matt Stafford's locked down. We can kind of conclude the Deshaun Watson saga. We'll see what happens with his suspension, uh, which, again, if I had to guess, is going to be at least six games. And uh, the world of football does not slow down. Um, there's still plenty of big names out there um, in terms of free agency. You know, Taron Armstead, Darius Smith, Tyron Matthew um, apparently is going to make a decision here between Dallas and Indy. Um, so the world of the NFL does not slow down. I am looking forward to getting into some draft talk. Um, I know me and uh, Meat Stick talked about doing a, a draft episode. We might do one or two of those because um, that's right around the corner. I'm actually about to get my car and head over to Northern Iowa for Bronte Wells' pro day today. And then I'll be in Missouri later this week for Clint Sig's pro day. So uh, it's a fun time to be an agent right now. A lot of traveling, uh, a lot of watching guys work out, but making connections with scouts and, and trying to get these guys some, you know, workouts with teams and, you know, we'll see where this goes. So, uh, it's a fun time. It's an exciting time. The news does not stop and we'll certainly keep you all up to date with everything that's going on. So, uh, follow me on all the socials, Substack, all that good stuff. And we will talk to y'all later. Thank you for listening. Bye.